Is it your turn um, for for the music? By the way, yeah, no, I'm just um, gonna click in a random file in my in my uh, seesaw intros folder, and hopefully it's uh, one of the ones that wasn't really bad. Great, I I have got no idea. I've not heard it, so do I might do I might insert like a ge- I'll just do like a generic reaction audio, and uh, we'll play it off the back of the theme music. I'm renaming the file at this time to reaction audio. Why? Dot wav. I've dot waved it to you. Oh, I'm sorry. That's bigger than I expected it to be. That's a rookie move. It's fine. Reaction audio dot wav. Coming your way. Woo! great theme music that was james i'm so thrilled you could have completed that i spent maybe a whole evening working on that wait, wait what, a whole evening yeah at least two evenings i'm so you didn't spend you must have spent like what half an hour on that yeah <laughs> maybe, oh, okay. maybe. yeah come on <laughs> let me just drag in a preset drum track here just, uh, <laughs> just say. get out my keyboard and tap it buh, 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 you have you know obviously you'd set up your mics with the piano you've got your drum kit all triggered you know you've <laughs> yeah, checked definitely all not just midi controlled instruments i've got a you full know, don't, studio let's, let's not shatter the illusion for people who think we actually have all these massive instruments that are you know I mean, some of us do have massive instruments at our disposal hey but hey, hey we're here we're back hello mom <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Janice. Thanks for having me uh, last month. It was awesome. It was awesome. And yeah, yeah we had, uh, we played, we played the instruments uh, in your house. We did. We did. And okay. uh, hopefully I brought some joy. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Welcome to Seesaw Parade episode 107, I believe. 106? Seven. I'm just trying to remember what, what ones I've done uh, videos for. I think, I think this is 107. Yeah, I haven't got, yeah. Yeah, 107. Tremendous. There we go. That's it, settled. Uh, we've been away for a few weeks due to various um, ongoing legal battles. Colin has a life. Defamation cases. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I got insulted on, on Twitter at the end of last, last, last podcast. Cease and desist letters. I tried to quit. I tried to quit fame. I tried to quit being famous. <laughs> Colin drags me back, tells me, hold on, you're okay. Yeah, and also life got pretty busy. So well, you know, Colin. Colin's been busy. Life got yeah, life got in the way, and then also I was on holiday, and then I came back, and obviously when you're when you've been on holiday, you miss a week's worth of stuff, and then that stuff then needs to be caught up on. I don't think we need to make excuses for not doing the, the podcast, Colin. We never do the, the thing, podcast. The thing we, is, we, we, we more often are not recording the podcast on a given week than we are recording the podcast. That's not true. We were on a great run. I think we'd done something like eight weeks solid in a row. Whoa, a whole eight weeks. Yeah, but that's more than, you know, one off, one off, one off. Some shows do daily. Yeah, I know, but we, don't, we literally do not have the time for that. We don't. And regardless... People actually messaged and said, oh, by the way, I still listen to the podcast. Like, well, it's not been on the air, but thanks for letting us know. Oh, did people think we were quitting? So Oliver messaged. He was like, oh, by the way, just so you know, I still I still listen to the podcast. And I was like, yes. Huzzah. Yes, queen. Thank you. Slay. Thank you, mate. Um, and uh, my flatmate slagged off. He said something mean. He said, yeah, he said something mean, but he listened anyway. And uh, just a, a very quick reminder before we dive in. There is still Wait, merch. Was it something mean? Parade merch. 
There is have, monks. Was this the there thing is, about what was it, the main thing? I think it was something like he 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 started listening to the podcast, but then he got bored. Oh, well, that's yeah, no, that's not. I was like, how, how can you get bored? Like, if anything, you you get annoyed, you get irritated. <laughs> At least just be annoyed that two people with less talent than you are doing a podcast. <laughs> exactly. No, my flatmate is doing a thirty-one looks. For the month of October, and all like video game characters in like a drag. Yeah, queen I was style. gonna say this isn't like October related appearances. No, no, this is this is like <laughs> he, you know he did Chun Li earlier. He did uh, M Bison, Ooh. but in like a, like a a drag queen style. Are we sponsored? Are we sponsored by your flatmate this week? If it gives us another listener, then sure. Yes. Sponsored by CJ Banks at CJ Banks at the CJ Banks. I don't know. Nicely done there, Colin. Thanks. Right. Let's get let's get to it. So the world is a changed place since we left it in September. Yeah, man, it is. Arguably, there is another nation in the world. Or is there? That's the question Ooh. I want to pose to you, James. Ooh. Uh, now, what we're talking about here is, of course, Catalonia. And the Catalans had a referendum. Or did they not? Did they have a referendum? Well, they think they had a referendum. The Spanish would disagree. Yeah. Uh, they, had a, they had a referendum. People tried to vote. Uh, the Spanish Guardia showed up. They beat people up. They were whacking them with their batons. And then they hit them with their sticks, too. I saw an old granny with a bloody nose. It was yeah. all kinds of messy. Yeah, and they, they, they were taking away ballot boxes, all this stuff. And now the Catalan uh, head honcho says the region is to declare independence in a matter of days. James, let, let's start from the from the top. All right, question the, one. The Catalans, the Catalans declared this this referendum, and then they tried to vote. The Spanish were not so happy about that. Whose side are you on? Well, I believe in it, the right to vote. Basically, I, I don't. I, I think if you want to gather a group of people together and vote on a thing, you can you can do so. It doesn't mean much, but it kind of shows people's opinion on a thing, right? Yeah. Like it's not like they said, "Hey, we're going to vote." And whatever the result of the vote automatically becomes the law, like because that doesn't work either. It's just it's just well, a glorified opinion. Poll. Well, no, no, no. But but the no. But the argument is that the Catalonian kind of slightly devolved local government have the authority to declare themselves independent. Well, as does any group of people. Uh, you could, anyone in the world could try to declare independence. Uh, you could, and it helps if you have uh, a referendum from a significant population to back you up, uh, but it's up to the mother or fatherland to either let you go ahead and declare independence or stop you somehow. Uh, and the stopping can be either diplomatic or, or, or violent. I think the question is, do the Catalans have the authority to declare themselves independent. I mean, obviously they've yes. They, 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 so you you say they do. I mean, they do, but no one has to care what they say. Right. right? So so they so obviously they, yeah. I'm not saying they can. Obviously they have. Yeah. But whether or not that is legally binding, it's well, it, it's not until we find out what Spain does, and then if Spain tries to, I don't know, occupy with military, it becomes even less a thing. Uh, and if then the world intervenes, who knows which side they come down on. But it's up to basically the nations of the world to either recognize an independent state or to not recognize an independent state. But then people would say Spain are impinging on the Catalans' democratic right. Well, on democracy generally. In a sense, they are. In a sense, it was a referendum. Referendums don't really mean much. Uh, but if you if you do have a person in power... That, de- that has been given that power by the people. Technically, they represent the people. Whatever they say, 
democratically is correct. So yeah, Spain are kind of getting in the way of some local democracy here. But the turnout wasn't that great because of, well, polling's being, poll stations being shut down and because of people being afraid to vote and because people not wanting to vote in a, um, in quotes, illegal referendum. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's hard to say that the people have backed this independence claim too strongly, but it's also hard to say that Spain have any right to tell them no. So what happens now? If the Catalans are essentially saying, yep, we're independent now. What's what, what? What happens? What do the EU do? What did Britain do? What does well, Spain do? Well, apparently the EU and Britain and everyone just doesn't care because they watched a lot of people get beat up um, for the right to vote and didn't do anything or say anything. Uh, so that's embarrassing, basically. Surely someone should have said a thing, being like, hoi hoi, Spain. We condemn this. Yeah, we condemn this, actually. Don't be so violent. These are your people. Treat them with respect. But we didn't. So who knows? From here, I think the only guarantee is that the people of Catalan are going to dislike Spain all the more. And I'm sure that's going to help relations between the two yeah. areas. No, everything's been handled smoothly and is leading to very, very peaceful uh, talks and a peaceful future. The thing is, I think this is what happens. There's almost an inevitability with it when you give regions of countries devolved powers. I know you've got local councils and stuff, but you know, yeah. Angus is not suddenly going, Angus, the, the council area, not just a random guy. Angus is not suddenly going to declare its independence from Scotland. Yeah. I'd say it's regions that have a sort of culture to themselves. Yeah, exactly. So you've got the, you've got Catalonia and you've got the Basque region as well. And I think the Basques would probably want to declare their independence too, if they could. Uh, there's a, there's quite a quite a few European territories that want to be independent from their technical parents and Scotland. Yeah, well, us too. And I think if any government tries to stop them with violence, it's only going to increase support. Whereas if you just belittle the movement on a government level and say it's dead when it isn't, then maybe it will decrease support. Hmm. That was a wee stab at, at Theresa May there. Yeah. yeah, I noticed that. We'll get to Teresa shortly. In fact, let's go to Teresa now. Boom. She's she's a liar. What a liar. I dislike her very much. Okay, uh, well, it's been the Tory party conference here in the good old UK, and today was Theresa May's kind of uh, big old speech, and <laughs> it didn't go tremendously well for Theresa. Let's have a, let's have a listen to what happened uh, 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 at this point here when um, a certain comedian interjected himself into proceedings. Oh, nice. While our opponents flirt with a foreign policy of neutrality and prepare for a run on the ground. Some people say we've spent too much time talking about Jeremy Corbyn's past. You may not have heard me say that. So some people say we've spent too much time talking about Jeremy Corbyn's past. So that's Simon Brodkin who is the comedian who has, in the past, thrown fake banknotes at Sepp Blatter, the FIFA chief. Oh, nice. Has thrown golf balls at Donald Trump. Bit more violent, but nice. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, he has a list of these, and he keeps managing to get to these massive events and uh, sabotaging them. So this one, yeah, Theresa May's trying to give a speech, and he just is in the very front row... And manages to give her a big bit of paper that says P45 on it. It says that Boris Johnson gave it to him to give it to her. Yeah. And then, of course, he is, he's kind of huckled away. And then he tries to speak to Boris Johnson for a bit. 
And Theresa May obviously thrown off a little bit. Um, but then the question arises, how did he even get there? Yeah. Because you need to be accredited. Who's going to accredit and be like, oh, this guy, oh yeah, he's done massive publicity stunts in the past. Let's give him a press pass. I don't know, maybe it was an inside job. Maybe they knew that this was all going to happen and it would bring a, some positive attention to, well, they hoped it would bring positive attention to <laughs> Theresa May. Like, oh, look, she plays along with his joke. Ha 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 ha, isn't she so nice? Let's vote for her. But no, they just all look like they're idiots for letting this guy in. I don't know how he got in. It's 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 mind blowing. I love him. And also, I mean, the the speech not just was notable for the P forty five incident, but the fact that Theresa but May also for being really bad. Oh, really bad. But also the way that she coughed through the entire thing. I don't know if you saw this. There is a forty eight second compilation. I think the Guardian posted solely of Theresa May coughing through the speech. People cough. If you have a cough, it's all right. No, no, no. But it would be like. <laughs> Public sector working together. Why? Why we will never? I don't know. As for the content of the conference, I mean, I didn't really pay much attention. I was too busy laughing at the comedian. I, well, it just it seemed to bring her own front row to depression. It was how bad it was. <laughs> like every time they were on camera when she was speaking, they looked more and more like they were just dead. Well, also Boris Johnson's been in the headlines because he was a racist. Uh, well, because yeah, he was racist again. Yes, indeed. Surprise. He was talking about the city of Sirte, which is uh, in Sirte, which is in Libya, and a whole. He, he was praising the the city and saying, "Yes, uh, there's lots of opportunities there. The city's thriving, and some British entrepreneurs have gone over there." And they're really hoping to make it the next Dubai. Yeah. The first thing they need to do, though, is clear away the dead bodies. Yep. That's the foreign secretary for the UK. Yeah, he's got he's got away with words. speaks speaks on grave situations with with such a nice soothing tone. Like, how how can you say that and get away with it? And get away with it. It's horrible. One I'm... implying that pe- nations need us to save them when it's the fact that we tried to save them that's brought them this horrible situation. Uh. Too, just being like, so flippant about the death. And also, he's he's meant to be representing this country, and he's just like, yeah, shame about that city, it could be beautiful. It is the conservative way right now, it's British business first. They've said, they've made that clear. I don't know how this helps British business, but it's clearly what he wanted to to, to bolster here, not, not people. Just briefly back to Theresa May, she made it to the end of the speech in which she vowed to renew the British dream. What is the British dream? A sunny day. Elevenses. A white Christmas. Black umbrellas in the rain. The River Thames freezing over at midwinter. Queuing. The kettle boiling, but not over boiling. And you drink your tea at I, I, the ideal temperature on the first sip, and it stays at that temperature until the last sip. Jam scones for breakfast on Saturday. Um, I think I peaked it with a tea there. <laughs> I can't get better than that. Yeah, that was quite good. But what, yeah, seriously, what does that what does that actually mean? I don't know. What's a British dream? Like owning most of the world and enslaving populations? Like what is the dream? Where is the good Britain that we're all supposed to look back on? Maybe she's just talking about a dream that she had. <laughs> the British dream. <laughs> she she woke she she woke up remembering her dream last night that people liked her. <laughs> and we're renewing that dream. Here we go. Here's a prankster for you. I want to bring that dream to reality. Please tell me I'm your friend. <laughs> I'll have a coughing fit and it will endear me to you because I am human and not a robot. (laughs) Oh, a P45. Oh, I am such a goof. (laughs) Excellent. Okay, yeah. So 
That's what she said. Renewing the British dream. Who knows what oh, that means? I don't really It's just care. another one of them like patronising Tory slogans. Also, Jeremy Corbyn is bad. The Conservatives made sure to make us know that several times. Well, she said that a lot. A lot. And she actually tried to turn the P45 joke. She was like, well, somebody who should be getting a P45 is Jeremy Corbyn. Ha 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 ha. Yes, he brought his party great success. You're fired. That was the Conservatives laughing, by the way. Like, if I could feel sorry for any one of them, I would. But they clearly just want power so much that they're willing to just kill a nation. Well, that's the joys of living in our society, James. Shall we move on? Huzzah! Move on to less happy things. I was going to say, frankly, it could be a lot worse. We could live in a country where there are rampant gun laws. Or, well, I say rampant. There are no gun laws. (laughs) Where there are rampant guns. Rampant gun. Here we go. Rampant guns. So this is uh, on to Las Vegas. Again, we... When big events like this happen, we do try and cover them in some sort of way. This is the Las Vegas shooting, uh, biggest mass shooting in US history. A 64-year-old Stephen Paddock, white guy, definitely not a terrorist. I repeat, not a terrorist. No, no. You can't be a terrorist if you kill your peers. Yeah, well, especially if you're white. And also, you know, you're just a lone wolf. You're troubled. You have mental problems. You're not a terrorist. Yeah, but you know what you need? A lot of headlines. Indeed. So, uh, so the Stephen Paddock, he had uh, approximately 23 guns in his room in the Mandalay Bay Hotel. He was on something like the 32nd floor. He had cameras monitoring the room and the rooms outside. And he killed 59 people, at least at kind of the time of recording. 500 plus injuries um, as people were attending a country music festival. This, this whole story, I mean, is, yeah, it's awful. I mean, when this first happened, when it first broke, it said something like two dead and 50 injured. And then yeah. as that continued to climb, you're thinking, this is horrendous. So first first and foremost, we'll get to the gun law bit. Okay. How, what, have you thought of, what have you thought about how the media have, re, have reported <laughs> it, this? It's as disgusting as always, like glorifying the guy. Like as much as they're saying negative things about him, they just it's constant 24 hour, here's his face, here's his name, let's make him a hero, celebrity, anti-hero, whatever you want. There's, I don't know, if he's, if he's, in quotes, just a troubled guy, surely giving him this much attention and giving every single attack this much attention and glorification leads all the other, in quotes, just troubled people to go and do the same thing because they know it's going to have this huge effect on everyone. I think the thing that I noticed was the Washington Post, who are essentially eulogizing this guy. I mean, he's a mass murderer, worst mass shooting in US history. And the headline was something like, 64-year-old shooter, loved gambling, lived in a quiet village, and enjoyed country music. That was the headline. Genuinely making him somewhat of a sympathetic guy. Oh, look, he's normal too, just like all of you. I honestly don't understand that at all. I don't see how it helps the future to be any more safe. Okay, so that's kind of that bit dealt with. Yeah, we'll we'll stick it there just for brevity's sake. (laughs) Yeah. As for the reaction of Donald Trump. Now, not to mention the fact that in the past three weeks... Donald oh, Trump yeah, no, Donald used the just... phrase, this is completely unrelated, used the phrase son of a bitch to re- yeah. to describe American football players who are kneel- kneeling during the anthem. He did not use anything like that sort of language when he was describing white supremacists. That's outrageous. But anyway, we'll get to... We're reaching new lows again we'll with Donald Trump taking ever deeper. Somewhere in the weeks ahead, because that is just horrendous. Anyway. Oh yeah, no, there's too much to cover in terms of his full pass. Donald Trump's reaction was essentially, our thoughts are with the, the victims, 
but the time is uh, the time for talking about gun laws is not now. No. So when, James? It's uh, the, I don't know when when someone manages to break that record. Like what? <laughs> How many people need to be killed by one person with way too many guns before you start thinking about gun laws? How is it not the time to talk about it when it's just literally happening? And it happens daily over there, people dying all the time because of rampant use of guns. I think one of the Onion headlines, and I do occasionally enjoy, enjoy The Onion, and I do the enjoy onion Onions. The Onion is a very useful yeah. thing to have. I enjoy Onions generally, but uh, The Onion website, the satirical <laughs> website, I think their headline was, Nothing could have been done about mass shooting, says the only nation where this actually happens. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Which I think some, which I think it sums it up perfectly. I mean, people who were saying, "Oh yeah, he had a, he had some assault weapons. Uh, those are those are banned, and those some of the guns he had were banned in the states, so he would have done it anyway." Like that's completely missing the point. Yeah, it doesn't mean that it's it's going to never happen if you've got laws. It means it's a lot dif- more difficult for it to happen, exactly. and he won't have so many. And there will be mental checks. There will be personal checks. There will be checks everywhere there are countries out there that have basically got anyone can have a gun you just have to have a license go to several training courses get reevaluated evaluated all the time and i think america has more gun deaths per capita than all of the others combined yeah no there was a, the chart i saw earlier which i think included I think switzerland and finland which do have dumb. kind of very relaxed or certainly a lot more relaxed gun laws and i think and i may be wrong here the amount of deaths per million people in Switzerland from guns is something like 7.7. In America, it's 30. Yeah. Uh, and I think Finland was something like 6. And the UK weren't even on it. So on, or even on this like scale. So Yeah, it seems like the, the fewer guns the general populace has, the fewer people they kill with guns. But because it's, it's enshrined in their constitution, it's the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms and the right yeah, to... Yeah, you know, it's the idea that the government should have to fear the people. And they won't fear the people if the government's the only one that has guns. That's fair. I'm okay with you wanting guns if if you feel it's necessary for the, to keep the government in control. Uh, just make sure that it's only the good people that have them, please. People that are sane and have good practices and care about life and stuff. Right. Shall we take a breather and let's move on? Yeah, everyone. Uh, deep breath. Yeah. And... Fun stuff commences. Yeah, Blade Runner 2049, which is out, oh, I think today or tomorrow, actually. Yeah, like now. That's super exciting. So this is a movie which we have both been looking forward to immensely for a long, long time. For a little long time. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, It's directed by Denis Villeneuve. I can't remember how you say his name. He's French. Villeneuve. Villeneuve. There we go. Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Ah. (laughs) Ah. That dude. Denis. 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 Denis V. Denny uh, V. He, of course, did Arrival, which was my favourite film of last year. He did Prisoners, Incendies, uh, Enemy. He's Sicario. He's a brilliant director. A whole lot of good films. All excellent films. And yeah. then, of course, Blade Runner 2049, picking up 30 years on from the first film, which was... A groundbreaking film. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the film <laughs> itself, if you've never seen the original Blade Runner, um, as I hadn't until well, a few months ago, yeah. If you watch it, you realize it's kind of the granddaddy of all sci-fi films and that every other sci-fi film that followed has taken some sort of inspiration from Blade Runner. Oh yeah. And not just you're not just it's not just sci-fi. Like so many films. Oh yeah. It's just it's it is as you said the granddaddy. It, it is one of the few films where you could say it just changed the genre. It's, I think it changed filmmaking generally. Yeah. 
So, and we are not even being overstating cliche people. No, no, absolutely. It's no, true like, this one time. Like genuinely, I think yeah, I, I'd say that's a, that's a fair that's a fair statement. So, Blade Runner twenty forty nine is out. Uh, Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford being kind of the main cast. Jared Leto is a bad Man, guy. Harrison Ford is just rocking it on the press tours oh, absolutely. these days. He just doesn't care. It's amazing. Uh, Jared Leto is a bad guy, which went so well in Suicide Squad. However, <laughs> <laughs> however. Reviews have been nothing short of astonishingly good, to the extent people are saying it's better than the first one. Which, I mean, mean, the thing is, the thing is, I enjoyed the first Blade Runner, but because I've been so much more used to the sci-fi films films we get nowadays, and compared to the eighties, of course, the effects are not going to be like good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great, yeah, it's a great film. No, you have to approach it with the idea that it was made a long time ago. Well, exactly. But for people who are at least even comparing it to the first one and saying it's even better, or it's yeah. you know, saying this is a, a you know a, the best film of the year, it's mind blowing. That's the phrase I keep saying, mind blowing. One other thing to note, aside from how good the film should be and how everyone should see it, is before you watch it, rewatch the first one. Yes, obviously. But there's also three shorts out there. To bridge the gap between the first one and, and the second one. Sure, sure. One of them shorts like ten minute long videos. Okay. okay. And the I think I I think I can't remember I can't tell you where they are right now. They're probably all on YouTube. They'll be on YouTube somewhere. Go try and find them. I think we're all supposed to watch them before the film. I don't think it's gonna spoil anything in the film because it's between the two films. So go ahead and watch them just so you approach this film with all the knowledge you can. Okay, well, I'm super excited for that film and think we'll probably review it next week. All right. Yeah. We'll have to pick a day and go see it. Yes, let's do that. Uh, there's, in all honesty, there hasn't been a lot of TV and film stuff over the last few weeks. We haven't really missed anything. Yeah, because, and I haven't really watched anything. Well, the things I've watched, the two films I want to talk about, the first one being It. Okay. Which everybody I've known has already seen. Mm-hmm. And I was putting off for quite some time because I'm not a big fan of horror films. Yeah. Question one, uh, did you go on your own? I did not. Oh, went, went with my pal Stuart who wanted to go so he could watch me squirm. Yeah, that's why you should have gone on your own. No, I uh, no, no. Zero that's the thing. That's of... the thing. I didn't want to go by myself. I was too feared. I was too feared to go by myself. <laughs> yeah, but now you've tarnished your reputation as a hard, hard man. Because <laughs> I'm a hard man. I'm a hard man. I'm so tough. But uh, no, the main thing I got from it was, okay, it is kind of scary. Yeah, okay, yeah. The, but the, over, the overarching thing is it's actually very, very good. Ooh. Ooh. And all the praise that was heaped on it and the fact that it's made something like half a billion so far worldwide. Yeah. It's the biggest horror. It is. It's the biggest horror film of all time. Yeah, we spoke about that. Yeah. It's completely justified. It's a really excellent oh, film. Man. And yeah, it is, and it's good to see it have success. It's you know it's it's scary, and there are kind of a few gross moments in it, kind of the classic horrors you expect. But it's mainly because of the the characters. It's the depth that they're given. It's nice. the dialogue. It's the acting. It's all kid actors. It's like Stranger Things. If Stranger Things was a really gross out horror, <laughs> okay, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of that vibe. So what you're saying is it is actually well done. Oh, it's yeah. So really, yeah. really, uh, I would say I wouldn't say I enjoyed it because I don't think I enjoy horrors, but I certainly appreciate it. And I know actually, you know what? I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. You did enjoy it. You can, yeah. One film I did not enjoy, however. Okay. Mother. Mother. Right. So, so we talked about this about probably less than a month ago because they really rushed out the marketing. Yeah, they pushed out a trailer that was awful. You liked it. I hated it. Yeah. 
So just for a brief recap for anyone who cannot remember the tiny details of separate episodes of Seesaw Parade. Mother is Jennifer Lawrence, Javi Bardem and Darren Aronofsky, who did Black Swan. Yeah. Uh, Oscar winners, all three of them. Yeah. And the film, I'm not going to, you know, frankly, I don't think any of our listeners will ever see Mother. And if they have, they've seen it already. <laughs> yeah, okay. So this is not a spoiler. Yeah, if you plan to watch it, skip ahead. The whole film is an allegory for the Bible, it turns out. I only knew this because I had to Google it afterwards. Oh. Because I didn't realize this at the time. And in the film, Jennifer Lawrence's baby is killed and then eaten. Mm-hmm. That's And it's one of the most disturbing bits of filmmaking I have ever seen. Right. Did it have a purpose did you feel anything aside from disturbed uh, apart from apart from apart from completely disturbed and horrified yeah at what i was watching yeah um it's no i didn't i didn't so, feel so like, the film didn't transform you no i, I felt right. like i felt slightly sick okay because sounds worthwhile let's all go see it <laughs> like it's it's one of these films which i will i will literally i will never watch it again i don't think i ever planned to watch it i think it's interesting it's interesting what Darren Aronofsky was trying to do. I mean, you had the main characters who are essentially gods and then Mother Earth, hence the yes. word mother. Yeah. And then you've got various characters who are Adam, Eve, Cain, Abel, and then everybody else who are just ruining the planet, which is the house that they're all staying in. Yeah. And so that was quite interesting. And then the baby turns up and he's meant to be Jesus. Like, genuinely, oh, he's, the, the baby's meant to be right. Jesus. It goes through quite a lot of the Bible. Then. Oh, yeah. and then But then this is... Yeah, and then Jesus is killed, well, the baby is killed, and right. then it's eaten, as in communion. Bread uh, and wine. Yep. Yeah, there but we the go. way it is done... It's Wait, so did they drink and eat the baby, yes, or just eat the baby? it is absolutely revolting. I, I see. And then she burns down the house, and he rips her heart out. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So, people, don't go no, see Mother. Don't yeah. see it. I'd say it is still a good thing that these films are made. Absolutely. No, I completely agree, and I can... I can give Darren Aronofsky all the credit in the world for going for a project like that. I think it's great. The acting's fantastic. And the yeah. even the filmmaking, the way it's shot is very oh, different. I'm sure it looks beautiful, yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's, you know, you never see Jennifer Lawrence in this film. You never see Jennifer Lawrence in any other shot other than the camera facing directly at her or over her shoulder. There's no, like, oh. nothing. There's nothing else. Interesting. So I can appreciate the art, but I just, oh, I hated yeah. the film. yeah. Ah, and literally, I, I just I do not want to see that film. <laughs> so, uh, nine out of ten. Oh. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Um, James, what have you watched? What have you watched? Do you want to talk about a good thing? Uh, well, I we've uh, Rick and Morty is basically the only thing I've I've watched. Uh, not because there's so much of it that it's consumed all my time. It's because I haven't watched any like eighteen days, Colin, since we last spoke. I've watched Rick and Morty, and that's about it. Nice. Uh. Rick and Morty is great. You should watch it. <laughs> if I, I don't know, if you like funny things, if you like thinking about things, Rick and Morty is great. Uh, it's not for everyone. You are finishing. Well, Bojack. finishing Bojack Horseman first. Which, uh, by the way, if you've never watched Bojack Horseman, do it. It's there is a convert. There is a convert. Actually, for you. no, I, I am a hundred percent a convert. Now, the first season, I will say, is trickier i think you have to kind of push through it yeah very much in the same way as breaking bad's first season you just have to kind of get through it yeah but season two and certainly season three so far have been really really excellent tv and it's only 25 minute episodes anybody can do that yeah and it's on netflix so and it's on netflix go watch it yeah well it's, it's talking of tv blue planet 2 the trailer landed for that uh, oh yeah and my goodness james describe for me that trailer what was your thoughts on it uh how about just 
It was just—it was incredible. It's a standard for what we've come to expect from BBC Nature Docs. Oh yeah, uh, they're just so beautiful, and they've got—they've—they've uh, they've included Radiohead this time in their soundtrack, which is exciting. Well, it's—it's it's exciting. But then when I was watching the trailer, I was kind of like, "Who is this guy wailing in the background?" <laughs> in like, your eyes, <laughs> it was a bit weird. Ocean blue. I hope we kind of cut like, all that dude, out. No one's going to listen beyond that. Who is this guy? If he's singing whilst David Attenborough is trying to narrate my I, life. I think that's just the main theme. I hope it's just the main theme. Oh, I certainly um, hope so. But based off how much more incredible, which I thought wasn't possible, like Planet Earth Season 2 was compared to Season 1. Season 1, I thought, was perfect. Oh, yeah. Season 2 came along and I'm like, well, uh, okay. So if this is also an improvement on Blue Planet Season 1, it's already great. If it's that big an improvement, it's going to be mind Looking forward to the plot twists and the cliffhanger it's at the end just... of every episode. <laughs> yeah, I love how scripted it all is. Uh, no, I can't wait. It, it is such a marvel to watch all these things that are just going on. Did you use that everywhere. word intentionally? Uh, no. Okay, well, marvel. Yeah, thanks, hey! James. <laughs> what a great segue. Completely intentional. Uh, yeah, so this is just a very briefly, ABC uh, wanted to cancel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Marvel's Agents of bad. S.H.I.E.L.D., which is now in its fifth season. ABC wanted to cancel it because nobody's watching. Yeah, here season two was okay. Yeah, nobody's watching anymore, but Marvel, or rather Disney, kind of sent down the memo of, nope, you're not allowed to cancel it. No, you're doing it. You're doing the show. And so ABC yeah. are very, very reluctantly doing this fifth season. Yeah. And you see, the thing is, ABC probably not making any losses off doing it. They're just getting a bad reputation. For, yeah, <laughs> for showing a really TV. bad show. <laughs> and then uh, Inhumans is even worse. Oh, right. So I've watched some of Inhumans because they actually screened the pilot episode. This is a TV show. Oh. They screened the pilot episode in IMAX. Oh. Why would you do that? Because it would just showed up the massive flaws in the in the TV. Because yeah. obviously it's not going to look anywhere near TV budget on that. You know, oh, well, no. think about it. You, it looked bad. The trailer looked bad on a computer screen. <laughs> like you see things like Mad Max. You see Blade Runner twenty forty nine on IMAX, giant screens to show you all the colors and all the details. And they showed the pilot of this knockoff Marvel TV show. It was terrible. Yeah. So Marvel TV in general, downward spiral. Marvel AMC TV, the bottom of the barrel. But the f- the fact that ABC want to cancel Inhumans already, because it's not even it's only been like a few episodes old, yeah. and it's been savage. Yes, yeah, completely savage. But Disney have forced their hand. How stupid a precedent, by the way, is this setting? What setting? You know the the fact that Disney are you know usually it's up to the channel. The channel will be like, you know what, that show's terrible. We're going to cancel it. Yeah, man. Disney owns everything. They've got all the money. They can do whatever they want. It's stupid, but it's what's going to happen. I just don't quite see why Disney want to do this. Like, why would you want to force anyone to show your bad stuff? (laughs) They're not going to get any popularity from it. I don't think it ties... It doesn't tie into their movies anymore. I have no idea. Talking of multi-billion dollar trillion dollar probably companies google this is how we're going to finish this week hey uh, cecil parade 107 of course you can get in touch with us all on all sorts of social media but james tell me about the google and what they have done this week i know so we've had another one of them fancy technology press conferences and one of the announcements we're just going to talk about one of them there was some good stuff out there good new tablets new whatever is oh, yeah. just 
better than other things in general, standard technology conference. Uh, but they've announced their new phone, the Google Pixel 2. And the Google yeah. Pixel, the OG Google Pixel, was pretty good. Everyone liked it. It had good features, new features. It still had a headphone jack and it had good marketing. Google Pixel 2 comes out. It is the worst phone ever. It's just not special at all. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, why? I don't I don't know. It's just really boring. It's basically the same as what I was saying about the new iPhone. Nothing is interesting. Like, sure, you've got a better processor, so that's good. You get, you get a better battery life, that's good. But there's no interesting new feature. But we still get a press conference about it. Say, so, oh, well, we've now got it. no headphone jack. And we've uh, we've got bigger screen on the big phone okay yeah right oh and we got augmented reality do you remember that thing that's been around since the 90s um nothing new there's not a single new feature it's gonna have google lens or whatever uh, that's called but that's been around for ages on things that aren't phones what's fun about this what's exciting not a press conference make it all flashy and smart everyone in the world's gonna be so excited you ordered one right boring phone Nah, I don't even go near those anymore. Like, any company that comes out with a phone I don't like, never looking at them again. Because there's always going to be a new phone company that does good phones. I've got to just go find that company. And that company will exist out there somewhere, James. For, it will exist for two years, and then it will become another one of the bad phone companies. There's, you just always have to buy from the new guy. Well, talking of good company, James, it's been a pleasure. Oh, hey, nice one. Thank you. A segue to the ending. Indeed, right. Well, it's time to end. Uh, and I will it speak is. to you, not in 18 days' time, but next week. Yeah, no, much sooner than 18 days, yeah. uh, having seen an, a great, a, and great How film. people have missed us? I, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I bet they've been relying on like listening to the Madonna episode <laughs> again. <laughs> okay, cheer, bye. All right, bye-bye. Goodbye, everyone.